Hello and welcome to the 8th episode of Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bolin, alongside one of my best friends. And my third cousin, oh, Braxton God. Taylor. Really, you didn't have to bring that one up. Good grief, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I am. We're filming this pretty early in the morning, and yeah. I am tired. <laughs> it's so early. This is the sacrifices we make for you guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, been another crazy week around here. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not moved out of my house. Oh, yeah. I know exactly. we had talked about, but anyways. I, guess, I don't think you guys can tell the difference, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no difference to you guys, but it does to me. Um, so here we are. Uh, again. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited. And uh, just to let you guys know right off the bat, we today might be a little bit of a shorter episode. We have some kind of prior engagements today. And like I said, we've been crazy, but we, we it's kind of one of the things we're like, hey, do we cancel the episode? Do we not? I'm like, I'd yeah. rather have a shorter episode than right. no episode at all. So, so um, a little shorter today, but it's still going to be a fun time. Absolutely. We had our contest. Yes. And thank you all so much for, um, for really supporting that and sharing yeah. that and liking that we saw a lot Absolutely. of interaction with that but braxton go ahead and uh take us take us home take us home yeah yeah so basically guys like i said we uh, hit our 500 likes around sunday uh evening and so i posted that um i posted the contest on our facebook page um sunday evening and i closed it on wednesday and guys again we just want to thank you so much because we had a little over 200 contestants two, awesome. 200 people um and and uh trying to get this book and so thank you guys so much for that thank you for the uh, page likes and you know the whole point of this was to grow our community a little bit yeah. more so we're thankful for that but um we did a randomized number drawing and uh, we finally have our winner of the contest drum roll? drum roll please <laughs> sorry so, if that just like <laughs> really annoying to everyone <laughs> so without further ado our winner of the rise of skywalker expanded edition novel is Ray Rindleman. Hey. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. You're the winner of a brand new book. Ray Rindleman, come on down. Okay. All right. So let's get off that. So, Ray. If you still want the book, <laughs> no, Ray. Actually, we will be sending you a direct message. Um, congratulations again! Yes, but we'll congrats. be um, sending you a direct message via Facebook, um, asking you for that contact information so we can make sure we pre-order. Say, yo, give us your address. Give us your address. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Promise, it's only for the book. That's only we want it for. <laughs> for real, we know. We uh, will be. Uh, we'll be very conscientious okay. of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> congrats again to him. Uh, if if we don't hear from you, we'll have to give it to someone else. So yeah. you'll have to make sure you let. Give we'll us give. That. We'll have a three day grace period. Um, and if we don't hear anything back from Mister. Rindleman, uh, within three days, we will uh, yeah. we'll move on to the next contestant. So. All right. Well, let's go ahead into the news. Yeah. Um, only one news story today. And that news story... Oh, actually, no, we have two news stories. Just kidding. Well, well but they like kind of go hand in hand. 1.5, but Yeah, 1.5. Actually, but <laughs> uh, going, The Mandalorian Season 2 has finished filming. Yeah. Um, now, we know this because Gina Carano um, posted a picture on her Instagram and basically said that it was done. So, at first, we thought maybe it was just her episodes. Maybe it was, yeah. you know, her part of it was finished. But then... We got um, a post on Instagram from the director of photography. I'm not even going to attempt to say his name, <laughs> but and he said that's a wrap on season two. So 
we've not had an official like from Star Wars or from yeah. Lucasfilm or whatever saying that season two has finished filming, but this sure looks to me like it is. So what do you think about this? Well, I, um, I'm excited. I mean, here's the thing. Um, I want to make sure that it's good, you know what I'm saying? And we're coming, we're approaching on, um, we're approaching on the date, you know, fairly quickly. It's coming in October. Um, so I don't, I don't even know how many months that is off the top of my head. Uh, but you know, it's coming close, right? We have obviously like less than a year and, um, I would, I would, it kind of makes sense that they're, you know, they're done filming. It actually, in my opinion, was kind of like, oh, wow, this is a little bit later in quote of, uh, in terms of filming being completed than I expected. But then again, they did like finish the last episode in December, you know what I'm saying? Or not, I'm, I'm sorry, but they aired the last episode. So right. I guess they could have been working on it for a while before that. But I don't know. My point being is like, I was kind of surprised to hear that it lasted this long in terms of filming. But to me, and it's gonna lead into our second news story a little bit, but I'm 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 glad because to me that means that they're probably taking their time and they're really doing the yeah right. well and and with when it comes to to like something like Star Wars, half of the work is after you're <laughs> done filming. You know, there's so much yeah hundred yeah. um, percent so much production that's still and and you know all the the CGI <clears throat> elements that have to be added and all of that stuff oh, yeah. that really. Uh, finishes the look of Star Wars, and that stuff takes a lot of time. So oh, they got to get they got to get this stuff done as early as possible to then go in and and then you know Dave Filoni and and um, uh, wow I just forgot Favreau they're gonna have to go in and watch all the scenes and edit and decide what they want to keep and, yeah. and you know there's a lot to it. So oh yeah, yeah. And so I mean thinking about that, like, filming is done. You know, it, it to me it almost makes sense that it's it would be. How do I say this? I guess I'm kind of seeing it from a movie standpoint, which is not, you know, the right way. Like, obviously, movies and TV shows are going to be different. But the high production value of of The Mandalorian Season 1 is movie-like. So my point being is, like, I guess I'm, it's kind of, I'm kind of comparing it to the timelines of movies, but maybe I shouldn't, but... <laughs> but anyway, so without, without that being uh, said, you know, I, I'm just excited um, for Mandalorian Season 2. I'm hoping that they take their time as they are and uh, really creating good stories. But as we're talking about The Mandalorian, I do want to bring up our second little kind of 1.5 <laughs> news <laughs> topic here because it kind of goes, it's news uh, separate, but it's also right. a part of it. But this uh, kind of brings me hope to what I was just kind of speaking on, and that is uh, Giancarlo Esposito, um, who who plays, uh, uh, oh, good grief, I just blanked on his name, uh, Moff uh, Gideon, yeah, yeah, Moff Gideon. Anyway, as we see, and I'm going to go ahead and say spoilers for the last episode of Mandalorian, which I'm sure you've probably seen already, but, you know, just to be safe, right? But um, the last thing we see is uh, Gideon kind of piercing through his shuttle. Um, or I can't remember. It was at a tie. I don't remember if it was a tie or not. But Yeah, it was. Okay, so yeah, he, Piercing through the top of the TIE fighter was what seemed to be a dark saber. And we're like, what, what, what? And he cuts a hole open. He comes out and he's standing there with a dark saber. So that opened up a whole plethora of questions. Where did he get it? How does he have it? What does that mean for Mandalore? Blah, 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 blah. But with that being said, it's actually kind of a funny news thing today. um, Is that it was actually posted yesterday. And there's this article that says, um, uh, says Giancarlo Esposito on his readiness to work with the Darksaber speaking to comicsoon.net says 
I, I am. I really am. I want to say I've destroyed quite a few of them, and the prop guys always go, wow, you go all in. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's just, I, I can just imagine, like, <clears throat> on set, they're like, wow, you really go in on, don't you, bud? Stop like, breaking the expensive Darksabers. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you broke another one. But <laughs> the article goes on. I won't read the whole thing, but basically um, Mr. Esposito uh, uh, says that, uh, you know, he's just excited for this and he's excited for the, you know, and, and for him to go all out to where he's just like breaking dark sabers. It just means that it's just going to be that much better. My opinion, because he's in it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And well, and also the fact that it sounds like he might use it quite a bit is also <laughs> sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. So I hope, I hope that means, uh, you know, we had, we had heard a while back there was going to be a lot of lightsaber, um, I don't know if it's lightsaber battles or how they worded it, but there's going to be a lot of lightsabers in this, which yeah. <laughs> I assume uh, they were just referencing the dark saber. But I think it's going to be even cooler if there ends up being maybe yeah. some other lightsabers or yeah. at least one other lightsaber. I would. I don't know what to expect on that, but I would love to see that. You know, saying whether it's the Mandalorian wielding it or if it's another character ahsoka maybe ahsoka maybe cough cough we would like that yeah dave filoni cough cough you know (laughs) he's your character get with it yeah come on game um but anyway i I just think for me that was really important uh, yeah to know that like they're they're giving it their all you know and in fact the last little sentence here in this article says it was very reassuring to hear a cast member speak so highly about the storytelling um and uh it says, sounds like fans ex- can expect another season of great writing. Cool. So, I thought that was good. Yeah, so let's uh, let's go ahead into our rumors now. Yeah, and sure. one of these rumors that we have today is uh, talking about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys remember or not, but we have talked before about the <coughs> Eye of Webbish Bog, <laughs> which is a... Uh, I, You've probably heard me reference this before if you've listened. It, it's this alien thing on top of a baby head. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, and we know that this was going to be possibly part of um, part of Trevorrow's script is kind of where the, the first um, description of this character was. But then we've now gotten um, a little bit more about this. And basically... Uh, Collider talked to the creature and special makeup effects creative supervisor, uh, Neil Scanlon, and he said that they filmed that scene um, with director J.J. Abrams. (laughs) So that's very interesting. Um, But he also says that it is not in the Blu-ray. It is there will not be deleted from what i understand there's no deleted scenes in, in on the blu-ray which is very interesting but i thought i said it had like 20 hours or 19 hours of extended content so well there's so there is a lot of behind the scenes stuff uh, but okay. which i don't think it's 20 hours worth i think you're thinking of the uh the um the box set the box set that's yeah but um, there is going to be a lot of behind the scenes features there's a like a feature film that's behind the scenes and but apparently there isn't any actual deleted scenes and so but 
if this is true and they film this, there is a lot of, there's probably quite a few scenes out there that we could get one day. What do you yeah. think about that? Well, and, and that's the thing, you know, it's always playing that game of what if, you know, what if this is included? What right. if, what if this character was there? What if this wasn't there? You know? And, uh, <clears throat> I think that, uh, I think it'd be really interesting to see their, their conceptualization of some of these r- crazy characters, like this whole, like scandal and ba- or webbish bog. I mean, um, it's just it, it's so bizarre <laughs> it's yeah. so bizarre and it's like how it would have fit into the story i really don't know so having the 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 leaked scenes hopefully someday you know would really give maybe some context because i'm just kind of curious like how does this even fit in because it looks like he's on mustafar right yes and so what i from what way i understand it this interaction might be in the novel really mm. so Interesting. Uh, i'm not 100 percent on that but i've heard rumors that maybe um, some of this stuff is in the novel, so we'll find out very soon. And so will Ray. And so will Ray Riddleman. Yeah, Ray Riddleman. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. um, but they they said they shot it um, on a lake, and that they had the the whole character out there, practical character shot in a location, and all that stuff. So it it would be cool to see this stuff one day. I mean, I don't know if they'll <clears throat> ever release it or not. But. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be really interesting though. And like I said, there's a lot of scenes that I think would be pretty cool to to hit on if they ever get leaked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to our second rumor here, and this is one that I think I could talk about for a little bit actually, um, and we may not take too much time, but I think I could talk about it for a little bit. So. The director of Doctor Strange has posted on, I think it was Twitter, if I'm not mistaken, that he would want to, to make an R-rated Star Wars movie based on the planet Hoth. So, I have some thoughts on that. Um, first of all, I'll pass it to you, but I will say this, though. I think that more than likely, it would probably be something to do with the Wampas, you know, because uh, like Luke being trapped in that cave and... Um, you know, he has to like cut the wampus hand off or whatever, arm off, whatever. Um, and, uh, so I could imagine it being like, like maybe some rebels get lost on Hoth and oh, yeah. they're being chased by wampas. I could definitely see that. It, it basically be a longer drawn out version of the beginning of the Empire Strikes Back with Luke. I mean, that's basically yeah. what it. So with that being said though, I guess the real question is though, and this is something I have my thoughts and opinions on and we'll go back and forth on this, but do you want to see an R-rated Star Wars film. Be honest. I don't... No, I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. I don't think I do. And the reason for that is... I I, I personally like that Star Wars is pretty accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate sometimes a more mature, darker story for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But if you do an R-rated movie, it's going to be so restricted, of course, because that's what... Our means, by the way. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, rating. That rating. Yeah, lesson yeah, there. yeah. You're welcome. Um, and so I just, I just don't think that's Star Wars. I don't think that ever will be Star Wars. I would be surprised if there's ever an R-rated Star Wars movie. If there is, it's going to be years and years down the road. Um, well, and, and I was talking to a friend yesterday about this, and um, and that that's exactly what I was saying. I think I think the beauty of Star Wars is that it teaches like you know there might be some dark themes occasionally right but at the same time there's always these great life lessons inside there of hope of of overcoming adversity Mm -hmm. that like even though the you're maybe the underdog you know blah 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 
what are you going to get out of an R-rated Hoth-based, you're running from Wampas? You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it just wouldn't feel like Star Wars. Right. And it's uh, it's kind of like there's a novel called Death Troopers. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it was kind of the, the first, I would say, R-rated type Star Wars um, story. Yeah. It was, of course, it was just a novel, but it was considered canon at the time in Legends. Yeah. And uh, I actually really enjoyed the book. It kind of had involved like zombies and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, but it, at the same time, though, it really didn't feel like Star Wars. Um, like it even had Han Solo and Chewbacca in it, in it and stuff, but it just, it felt like fan fiction the entire yeah. time I read it. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, exactly. this is, this is entertaining and it's interesting, but it yeah. kind of felt like well, fan fiction. And that's what I was going to say. Like if they came out with an R rated Hoth movie, Star Wars Hoth movie yeah. that you're running from Wampus, would I watch it? Sure. Of course. And would I be entertained by it? Yeah. But at the end of the day for me, that's just like one of those run of the mill, cut off movie not cut off what's the word i'm looking for like like one shot movies that mm-hmm. really mean nothing and at the end of the day do we really want all that i mean sure some people might want that but for me i don't know yeah i i think um i think for me i i don't want to see that i i want to see star wars be <clears throat> a little like i said i don't i don't care that we get something like the mandalorian that's a little darker mm-hmm. that's maybe not necessarily meant for kids as much as as like the main movies are but I don't think I ever want to see it get that adult. Now, on that topic, though, here's what I would want. Okay. Um, here's what I think would be most appropriate. If you're going to do a horror-based Star Wars movie, and now I say horror, I mean like suspense, thriller, mm-hmm. that kind of genre, right? I think there's only one appropriate thing, and that is Darth Vader. Sure. So, yeah. flashback to Rogue One, the final scene. Right. And we see Darth Vader... Cool, calm, collected, and, and and he's like ignominious if that's the right word. Like he's like he's on like he, he's not speaking. He's mm-hmm. not doing any crazy mo- movements. He's just you know he's like walking through the corridor and everyone's freaking out. He's just, he's just like slowly walking through, pinning people to the ceiling, yeah. cutting them in half. You know, mm-hmm. like killing people. I mean, slow. I mean, it was like the the rebels. Like they just they knew it was inevitable. Like yeah. you cannot escape. Now, a little bit of spoiler alert. Um. I say the name of it, it's, just, it's not, you know, you're going to know, <laughs> but for, I'll just say it, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, for Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yeah. It's been out for a while. It's in November. You're getting brave. It's in, It's been out in November. <laughs> the last, the Rise of Skywalker came out after that, so okay, yeah, it's fine. Right, right, it's fine. All right, all right. That's fine. <laughs> you guys, you guys can at me, I'm sorry. Okay. So, anyway, the final, the final scenes, uh, or final episode, oh, good grief, level, final level of... Jedi Fallen Order is basically you running from Darth Vader, and it felt so amazing. It was like he's panic just and wrecking everything. And, I mean, and just like he's like curling up pieces of the floor, yeah. throwing like entirely like turbines at you. Like you, you, you try to attack him, he just just blocks out of the way and like goes at you with the fort. I mean. Because well, the whole the whole game, you know, you're you're getting better and better, and you're fighting all these different things, yeah, exactly. and and then he shows up, and you, and it it tricks you, it makes you think you're gonna be able to you're like like, oh, like you're gonna have yeah. the, this this fight between them, yeah. And as soon as you like go to a swing at him, exactly. I mean, just I mean, from that from that moment forward, like yeah. you, you're just you're completely hundred percent on defense mode, and you're running, yeah. Um, and like literally the only way that you get out of that. The only way that Darth Vader was even, not even defeated, but like just held back is that 
they busted a hole because there's an underwater facility and they busted a hole in the window so they could swim out. And Darth Vader had to hold back the entire ocean with the force. And that's, and that's like the only way they even like held him back. So they get away. They didn't defeat him. You know what I'm saying? So my point being with that is that I would love to, Darth Vader is such, he's like, it's just a perfect canvas for this beautiful painting that would be like a thriller suspense movie where you're in the viewpoint of a and this could be like a standalone one-shot movie like rogue one solo and you're in the eyes of of there's no jedi there's no famous characters it's just rebels and they're stuck in this facility or something and like darth vader one by one i mean yeah i mean it could be like a slasher um uh, you know cat and mouse (laughs) type scenario oh, I, I would actually where, love to see that where instead of instead of jason uh with his <laughs> <laughs> with his um chainsaw or whatever you yeah, got yeah you got uh darth vader going through and um, hey i think that would I work think, i could definitely that could totally work that, and that could know. be something that is still more um based towards adults but I, again, I don't think the R rating no. is is the is necessary. PG thirteen for sure, but yeah. not R rated. That's for sure. Um, but I would love to see Darth Vader just like you know, not, and, and and I think Darth Vader doesn't say a word the entire movie, because I think that that that's something else. Like I said, I was talking about yesterday uh, with somebody else. But basically, for me, you know, humanity, you know, clings to something that they can relate to, mm-hmm. and. Darth Vader is so detached from reality in terms of his humanity. He's a completely all black like suit. You can't see his face. There's no human features. The only human features he has is his arms and legs, you know. And uh, and, and if he doesn't speak, you can't like relate to him in any way. You know what I'm saying? As a as a rebel or whatever, you know you can't. And if you can't speak to somebody, you can't reason with them. And I think that would just make it all the more not scary, but you know what I'm saying. It would make it more tangible of their fear. Like oh my gosh, you know. probably the best idea so to wrap that whole topic up there r-rated star wars film i don't think either of us wants that necessarily um especially with the whole hoth and wampus thing i I think the only way you'd be able to get by with that uh, or even just like a scary based kind of movie um would be something with Darth vader so yeah all right so let's move on to our releases for yeah so our releases we have a couple different things coming up on tuesday we have the Rise of Skywalker novelization. Oh yeah. We also have the digital release of the Rise of Skywalker, the movie. Yeah. Um, and then I think the uh, the Blu-ray comes out a couple weeks after that. So, but the digital will be released on Tuesday as well as the novel. And then Wednesday for comics we have Star Wars issue four and Star Wars Adventures issue thirty-one. And then on Friday, we will have The Clone Wars Episode 5, Gone with a Trace. And this will be starting. Before in the ending of the arc, but we'll, we'll get there when we get there. So. Yeah, so uh, very excited about those. Um, actually, we didn't discuss this, but I meant to discuss it with you. Mm-hmm. I think we should discuss the comics that were released mm-hmm. Um on Wednesday, did you were you able to read all three? I was not, unfortunately. I did get to the Darth Vader uh, issue two, right? Or was it three, two, three? I don't know. Well, let's talk about those real quick. Okay, so, so you go ahead with the ones I didn't read. Spoilers for uh, the three comics that were released this past week: um, the Bounty Hunter 
bounty hunters was was fine i there wasn't a whole lot of there wasn't anything too big uh for me that really stood out to me other than it was kind of neat that um of course seeing like boba fett and boss and also uh dr afra is in there as well and um really that's cool. yeah and then her big black wookie friend which I don't remember. Chiwook? I don't know how to say his name. Uh, anyways, but he's really cool. And it's like black. It, his, I think they call him black something. But anyways, um, so that was that was pretty cool to see. Um, I'm sure that's going to go some cool places. And then uh, what was the other one? What was the other comic? Uh, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, yes. Yeah. So that... That conclusion was was pretty good. The what was really interesting about that one is it finally does kind of like it finally shows how Palpatine was was already there in the picture, mm-hmm. and it actually like shows him for a second sitting there on Exegol. Really? That's yeah, cool. yeah. So and then like he's talking, and it kind of shows that he's talking as Snoke, but it's. Oh, yeah. nice. And so okay. that's kind of that was probably the most interesting thing to me because the rest of the story, I won't go too big into the story details for those of you who may not have have um, finished that um, issue yet, but it kind of went exactly how I expected it to. To be mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't very surprised by the outcome of the story or what or how it went along. But I did appreciate the though that they showed like Palpatine and how he was all, how he was manipulating him yeah. from already at that point. And well, and that's the thing because, in my opinion, if they are gonna bring that in episode nine, they need to justify that somehow. And I'm glad that they're trying to do that back backpedal a little bit yeah. in like some of the early. What's interesting life is and stuff like that. I'd have to look back at the timeline to see exactly how when that took when that issue takes place. But. I mean, Palpatine. Palpatine's already on Exegol there, so yeah. I don't know how long Palpatine was on Exegol, but it kind of <laughs> seems like he may have been there quite a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he had he did have to build all the final order ships. And I did pay attention. I look. I like zoomed in to make sure, and like his 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 finger was already gone and rotting. So because hmm. like apparently, you know, from what we've gathered, he started out as a. I mean, his body was probably fine at first and it has deteriorated over time. So right. he's already deteriorated at that point. So it's kind of something to think about. But. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then the final one is Darth yeah, Vader. Yeah, final one. So um, it, it ended up being what what, what, uh, we, thought. We, what we thought, yeah. what we predicted. Um, I, I was kind of hoping that it maybe it was like a Palpatine kind of inner machinations of the mind, you know, uh, force trick. But yeah, it ended up not being that. Yeah, and it, ahead, I mean, yeah, it's so it's one of the handmaidens. It was mm-hmm. basically kind of like her, like right hand, mm-hmm. um, girl. I can't remember what her name was, but uh, Sabe or I don't know how you say it. Sabe. Sabe yeah, like Sabe, Sabe, I have something. no. It's I don't know if you say it E or A, but yeah. anyways, <laughs> um, she. What's interesting, she is uh, plays a very important role in um, the Queen Shadow novel, mm. and. Basically, at the end of well, spoilers for that novel, but at the end of that novel, we're getting crazy over here. All the spoilers. <laughs> oh, spoilers! It's like, a, it's like a short episode, but we're gonna but, cram. It back yeah, but spoilers. we're gonna cram full spoilers, so you better be caught up on everything. <laughs> um, but at the, towards the end of that novel, she 
after Padme's death and everything, she goes off and decides she's going to try to figure out what had happened. And, and, um, and so this comic actually like directly references that and, and is kind of continuing that, which was very shocking to me. It, I was not expecting, um, I wasn't expecting it to be so connected to that novel and what right. that novel was, right. was going to do. Well, in, in, in the comic, he even calls her the Queen's Shadow, doesn't he? It, it does. Thinking, it yeah. exactly references <laughs> the novel's like, name. And that's why I was so shocked. That, because that that novel is is a YA novel. It's, yeah. you know, it's not like it's some huge novel or anything either. But but he has directly referenced it, which is, is neat. And so I, I'm curious where that's going to go, but I... It's not. I don't think it's going to be pretty. Unfortunately, yeah, probably not. Uh, In fact, I would even say it's going to get messy because yeah. basically, like it's making him remember Padme, and not only that, but it's like I, I don't know. It's almost like you know, in his mind, if like someone, someone's trying to d- deceive me and bring back these bad memories and I must purge these memories at all costs, you know, yeah. type of thing, you know. And now they're headed towards Naboo. Um, yeah, and so that will be interesting as well. <laughs> Very back on Naboo. So. I yeah. I'm, I'm sold on the Darth Vader comic. It's good stuff. It's already good. It's yeah. already great Just stuff. Two, two issues yeah. and it's already pretty <laughs> awesome. So. All right. Well, without any further ado, we're going to move on to our Q and A before we get into our main topic. Um, but like I said, due to our prior engagements, we we have to kind of cut it short today. So we actually did not post a Q and A form yesterday. Um, um, with that being said, we did have one question in the queue. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and do that. Um, but like I said, we're just trying to cut it short a little bit today because we have some things we have to do, unfortunately. But with that being said, uh, this week's question does come from Kristen Perry. So Kristen, thanks for uh, continually asking questions and stuff. You always ask some good ones. Um, but she asked, uh, where should people start in the comic series or series is, you know, whatever. Um, I want to get into the reading the comics, but there are a lot of them. Also, what year of comics are still canon? So, um, Andrew, I think that you, you would obviously be able to, you know, talk about this a little bit better than I would. So, so, um, if you're going to start, I personally recommend starting with, um, the first run of, of the Star Wars novels back in 2015. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's where I would recommend anyone starting out, um, goes, do that, read the Darth Vader one as well the very first Darth Vader one so Darth Vader 2015 is what I'll call it um those go hand in hand so they like go back and forth mm-hmm. timeline wise and they you said novel you mean you mean comic, oh I'm sorry right? yeah. I said novel <laughs> did say I did novel. not mean novel I meant comic yes sorry <laughs> good you're good yes sorry. So, I just wanted to clarify yeah that, yeah yeah sure, sorry yeah. for yeah so the comics Star Wars 2015 and Darth Vader 2015 they they <laughs> basically complement each other and so that's where I would where I would encourage anyone to start. Now, if you're talking like chronologically, that that's gets a little more tricky. But you'd have to go pretty far back, and it, it'd get confusing and stuff. There's yeah. a lot of there's there's like Age of Republic, which actually has one of the older stories, and then actually Star Wars, the main Star Wars comic has an issue that's like way back with Yoda, and it would get really complicated. So yeah. I would just I would recommend if you're starting out with comics to read those first before anything else. Yeah. And then as you get um, through that, you can start to branch out from there. And of course, if you have ever have more questions about that, you can 
ask those and I'll tell you where to go next after you finish reading those. But that's where I would start. As far as um, uh, where canon comics begin, um, so there's actually one Legends comic that ended up becoming canon. And that, so that's actually where that begins. And it was, um, it was Darth Maul, Son of Dathomir. That was a yeah. Legends comic from Dark Horse, and I think that one was created back in 2014. And when Disney bought Star Wars and they went through that whole process, uh, Darth Maul, Son of Dathomir, the reason that it was created is it was actually a Clone Wars episode. Mm-hmm. And it was actually going to be the continuation of... Um, I don't know what the episode's called, but it's in season five. Yeah. Uh, it's basically the last time you see Darth Maul in season five. Mm-hmm. This story in this comic continues that. And because Clone Wars was canceled, mm-hmm. they didn't think, of course, that, that we were ever going to get more. So they created this comic to continue the story. Right. And um, whenever, so whenever Disney bought Star Wars, that they decided to make that comic canon. Mm-hmm. Because it tells part of the Clone Wars story, so and that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's the very first one. But starting uh, again, it was 2015 when when the comics became started becoming canon. So like, if you're looking at any comic and it's 2015 on, you're good. That means it's going to be a canon comic. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty comprehensive answer right there. And uh, obviously, we can't go over everything, you know, what I'm saying. But that, right, gives yeah. you, that gives you a good foundation to work off of for anybody, Kristen, and for anybody listening. Um, you know, if you want to get into the comics, you know, now's a great time for it. A lot of great comics yeah, coming and, out. And they're all going to be Marvel. Yeah. Um, or IDW if you're in, if you're uh, doing more like, uh, children's comics, but yeah, as long as you're sticking with that, if you, if you're, if you find a comic and it's dark horse, I can tell you it's legends because, yeah. um, th- that is no longer where Canon comics yeah. will be. So, <laughs> which is kind of too bad, but oh well, we'll move on with that. So we got about... We're getting kind of close on the time frame we're wanting to, to do here today. Um, and uh, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into our main topic. And that is um, obviously review and kind of the overview of Clone Wars uh, Season 7, Episode 4, The Unfinished Business. So, honestly, I watched this today. Um, and as we know, this is the end of the uh, Bad Batch arc. Um, and I, I don't want to be negative because it was a great, it was fun. It was fun to watch and there's a lot of fun characters, but at the same time, you can, this is just my opinion. So, I mean, Andrew, if you think differently then just, you know, you know, feel free to, to say so. But, um, but for me, when I was watching this, it just, you could tell that it was just supposed to be another arc in the previous Clone Wars seasons, you know, right. It, it just felt like. Okay, you know how the story ended, how it, uh, how it, I don't know how I'm trying to say exactly, but how the story went on, the climax, and then the ending, it all, it it felt very non consequential. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, there was only a couple, uh, couple moments throughout the entire arc 
that was really like okay this is furthering the story uh but now on uh, season four, excuse me uh, episode four i thought there was going to be this big climactic ending and uh, oh again and again of course obviously i'm sure as you know but it's spoilers for <laughs> episode four i guess <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i mean i'm sure you knew that but might as well throw it out right but anyway but at the end of the episode you know i was expecting the entire bad batch to die right i was expecting you know, one by one, each of these guys sacrificing themselves. Like, you know, you know, uh, uh, some of them are kind of selfish. Some of them are kind of bullheaded, da, da, da. But at the end of the day, they were still willing to sacrifice for what they believed was right. And, you know, one by one that they were just going to sacrifice themselves. And at the very end, uh, Ranger Hunter, Hunter, which is the, the main leader, um, I expect him to be like, he's all by himself now. And then he had to, like, go do one last sacrificial thing. You know, we, we talked about this thing in the last episode, but... That's kind of what I expected, and that's not what happened. And in fact, not only did they not die, Echo didn't even die. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that, Drew? Yeah, I, I am. Um, you know, I feel like we Clone Wars has gotten so big now and has has blown up compared to like when it was when it was first mm-hmm. on the air. You know, back on Cartoon Network. And so we've come to expect so much from it now <laughs> because uh, because of some of the amazing episodes we've gotten and things. And so and now that it's brought back, we're just expecting this huge, um, amazing stuff. And right. and so this arc is just kind of normal. Yeah. And so it's just kind of surprising, you know, that that it's not a little more, I guess. Right. And then here's the thing. It, is, it, is it good Clone Wars? Yes, it's good Clone Wars. It's classic Clone Wars. But. But like you said, this is the final season, right? Right. And and to me, it's kind of like, and again, I'm not trying to be negative, you know, because on this podcast, we want to be positive. We want to, you know, but at the same time, we want to be feel free. We want to be free to express our opinions. Um, And so, uh, but it's kind of like, for instance, for me, you know, and I'm saying this is the, the truth for everybody, but for like Last Jedi, right? Um, You know, we only had three movies, right? To complete the final trilogy to, 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 to end off the entire saga but yet i felt like some of them like last jedi was kind of wasted right like they had like huge swaths and chunks of the movie where like it meant nothing you know what i'm saying and i feel like it's almost like that's how it feels for season seven of clone wars at least for this arc is that we're taking a big chunk four four episodes out of 12 and it was fun to watch Right. Just like last year, just like last year was a fun mm-hmm. watch, and I'll, I'll, I won't say that. And the production value was great, but I didn't feel like it carried on this story, or, or there was no revelations. There was nothing consequential, right? You know, if they threw out those episodes, nothing. It wouldn't mean anything, right? right? So that's my opinion. I think, and 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 the thing is, is as we know, um, the Bad Batch arc was written and was created many years ago. Um, right. And they essentially just tweaked that. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know, frankly, what, uh, what to think about it. Well, do you think that this next arc is going to turn things around a little bit for you? Well, that's a good, that's a good question. And, and honestly, and this is something that I, I do think is very true. I think that the problem with this arc is that it was, like I said, it was created, uh, many years ago to be just one of the arcs of the right. six seasons. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not one of the final arcs of the final season. Right. 
So with that being said, I, I do imagine that the Siege of Mandalore, Ahsoka, are, I, I imagine this is probably going to be pretty epic. Now, I, I, I hope that's the case. I don't know for a fact, um, but I, I do think so. What do, what do you think about it? I'm really excited about the next arc. It's it's completely unknown territory. Um, I don't believe this was an arc that was already prepared and ready, at least that I'm aware of. Of what the um, second one, or yeah, this this coming arc okay, with okay. with yeah. well, we know that the Siege of Mandalore was at least so the the third arc, the Siege of Mandalore. Um, we know that that one was was planned. The story mm-hmm. was planned out. I don't know if they had ever actually like started animation or anything like they yeah. had with the Bad Batch. Yeah. And and so with this Ahsoka arc, maybe they had already had that story figured out as well. Mm-hmm. But um, but again, I don't. I'm I'm not aware of it being like partially finished or anything like the bad batch was. Yeah. So I think there's so much room, more room to breathe in these next two arcs and what they can do and and um and I hope I hope we get to see a lot of more like interconnection with all of the new canon we've gotten yes. since absolutely since uh since these Clone War seasons were, were on air, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of new Star Wars. Now we got so much more since those <laughs> Clone Wars episodes. Exactly. So I'd like to see a little more of that stuff connect in yeah. these next two arcs. And I would imagine that we will see that, but you know, obviously we can't know for sure until right. that time comes. But, you know, I was glad, you know, looking back to the episode, I, I, I did like that echo wasn't corrupted you could tell that he was struggling with it i think but i do like that he was not like completely like changed mentally and we got to see you know i was glad yeah. about that yeah there you know they kind of hinted like something was coming in the last episode so the fact that nothing did was a little surprising to me well and even in this episode uh the sniper whatever his name is says like his mind's been oh, controlled right, the right. separatist for this long you know who's to say that he's you know so but i i would say i could be wrong but I wouldn't be surprised if if we uh, see the Bad Batch again in the last arc on the Siege of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. They might be there. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that's a good point. The the all of the that whole gang might be there again, um, and that would kind of make a little more sense why we got this first arc. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that may not be the case at all. But I think it would be cool if they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the part when Mace Windu and Obi Wan jump down yes. into the and Mace Windu yes, just yes. like starts his little speech. <laughs> dude, I cracked me up. And Obi Wan like looks over. I'm like, like, really? You really think this is gonna work? You know? <laughs> and and then there and then of course the droid like blast him. Dude, that was that was so funny. It's like turn from your ways and yeah. we we will spare yeah. you. Blast him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude. I I died when I watched. And Obi Wan was like, "Well, you know, it's like, a good again. try, I guess." You know, it's like they're not—they're not sentient beings. They're programmed, yeah. so you know. But it was totally a Mace Windu move, though. It was. And Mace it Windu's was. like, "I've killed like one hundred thousand of you, or something." <laughs> it actually, that was honestly, that was so funny, dude. I, yeah, I really that was pretty good. That. I, that was probably my favorite moment. It was. Then. Well, and let's talk about the Anakin moment, though. With, yes, and I think that's very yeah. important to talk about. Um, is that, you know, we get to see, and obviously as we already, we already knew this was going to happen, they're building up to that moment in episode three of the movie, um, where he, you know, he turns to the dark side and, Mm -hmm. and and what steps are we taking? Cause we don't, we don't see those steps anywhere in the movies. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad that they're trying to get to that in, in the show. So for those of you 
who may not exactly know what we're talking about, I mean, who's watched it, is kind of like, well, I'm not sure what you mean. Essentially, we get to see him talking to Admiral Trench in the the main um, cockpit or whatever you want to call it, the uh, captain's whatever, I don't know, the, the main part of the ship where you control it, um, whatever that may be called. Um, and basically, he's like, if you don't give me the answer, I'll kill you. And, and Trench is like, oh, the, the Jedi, um, um, the Jedi, you know, they have honor and they don't kill. And, and Anakin just looks at him and he's like, I don't, I'm not weighed down by that kind of sentiment or that weak, oh, yeah, because weakness. of weakness. Yeah, he says, I'm I not don't weighed by weaknesses. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, yeah. that's, that's pretty crazy. Like, that's one of the first definitive, well, maybe not the first, but, you know, one of the main definitive times we're seeing Anakin, like, I'm not a Jedi. I'm not weighed down by these weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? It's also one of the first scenes, like when he's saying some of that stuff, that he actually sounds like Hagen Christensen. Yeah, dude, he sounded exactly he, like Hagen Christensen. Most of the time, he doesn't He doesn't sound like him, and I think that was a choice they purposely made because a lot of yeah. people thought Hayden Christensen was whiny and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but in that moment when he got like really upset and stuff, he sounded just like him, and I was like, oh, that made me really feel like he's progressing into the character he exactly. is at the end of, at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. And I'm glad that they're thinking about that. You yeah. know, I'm glad that they they thought, okay, we need to make sure that we're leading up to, it's not just like this rip off the bandaid or, you know, whatever. It's such a stark revelation. Oh, well, it's an easy, well, no, there had to be a build up to that. And yeah. I'm glad we're seeing that. Um, so I thought that's, oh, and then obviously like, instead of having mercy or whatever, like Trent tries to shock him or whatever, he just turns around and just stabs him straight yeah. through and just drops and that, him. doesn't even look over yeah, again. He, he just stabs even, him several, just moves He stabs on. him and then just like with his, like, with his angry look on his face, mm. he just like, you know, deignites his, uh, yeah. his saber and just walks over and grabs the detonator. And I'm just like, oh my God. He's like, like, oh, Ricker like this. Yeah, yeah Ricker's going to like this. You know? <laughs> yeah, and having a certain joke here, you know. But uh, anyway, overall, the episode was fun to watch. Um to be frank, I, I am I'm glad that the arc is over. I do yeah. think we're gonna be I I expect to see great things um with the new arc two, next two arcs. Um and I'm excited um to, to see Yeah. I'm I I'm, I agree with you. I kinda was ready for this arc to be over with so we can see some like really like new stuff. Exactly. Um, exactly. So I'm really of course excited to catch up with Ahsoka again and see where she's at in her story and um and maybe see some of the mental effects of her, you know, leaving the temple and how she's dealing with mm -hmm. that and that kind of stuff will be interesting as well. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I think there's gonna be great things on the horizon with the show. But uh, without further ado, I think we're gonna go ahead and get to our conclusion today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, we're running a little bit behind on time. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, to Andrew. I'm gonna be really late. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> want to thank everybody so much for your guys' continued support towards this podcast. It's been so great to have you guys listen and participate in all these things. Um, we also want to thank you guys for participating in the contest these last few days. Um, once more, Ray Rendleman, congratulations to you, sir. Um, please keep your eye out for a, a, a DM coming your way for that that contact info. Um, but for the rest of everybody else, in, including Mr. Rendleman, please like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, like I said, we have our weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. Um, and we're going to try to get back into that more. The last couple weeks have been a little sparse, and uh, just be, that's just because <laughs> that's what the Star Wars universe has feel like uh, recently. Um, but with that being said, please also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Many of you have, and we're thankful for that. Uh, we thank you for listening, and join us next week for Episode 9. Last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.